This is one of those Gospels that are not easy to explain. Uh, on the one hand, the Lord seems to be harsh on this woman, and then her, her request for her daughter seems to be very reasonable and something that normally we'd feel compassion for. But I would say that, you know, the response of Christ is not moved by any sort of um, disdain for other nations. Remember that the Lord will have in his plan to send out missionaries to uh, other nations. His disciples will be sent to evangelize the different uh, neighboring nations. So it's not a sort of nationalistic uh, pride that moves the Lord. And also notice that if you follow the narrative of this gospel, he could easily have done what the disciples said to him, dismiss her, like just tell her, I won't help you, you know. Uh, it's like the Lord was leading her on. He was deliberately leading her to keep this hope. Uh, and um, I will explain in a moment why he does that. But um, I think uh, I commented on this gospel a few days ago on August 5th and, uh, you know, said that the reason for this harsh response is not so much a sort of kind of national pride in what Israel was, but rather um, that Christ wanted this woman and others to acknowledge what he was doing in Israel, that, that his plans had some sort of logic and wisdom. And when you approach the Lord, he wants to, you to have faith in what he's been doing in, in, in history and in, in Revelation. Okay, but aside from that, uh, I would like to comment today uh, so as to complement what I said on that particular date, that the Lord here is basically challenging this woman to grow. And that's not uncommon. The Lord very often challenges us spiritually. You will notice, for example, that when the disciples, uh, James and John, come to him asking for the first places, um, kind of asking for more than they should be pretending in a way. He doesn't dismiss the request, but he challenges them. Are you able to drink of the chalice that I will drink? And when Peter also says, you know, I will, I will never deny you as others would, he challenges Peter, like by that phrase, you know, I will tell you, Peter, before the cock crows, you will be denying me three times. Uh, and, and in fact, that sort of episode of the passion, his, Peter's fall and denial was a sort of trial for him. He also challenged the, the, the rich man who came to him and said, you know, what else can I do? And he says, just tell what you have and follow me. He not only challenged, obviously, those who are outside of Israel, he challenged those who are inside and those who had the most you know, prominent places like Nicodemus. He told him, you are one of the teachers in Israel and you don't know these things. Or he challenged the Pharisees and the rabbis and the scribes in very, in very intense ways, in very you know, uh, direct and blunt ways. So it's not uncommon that Jesus would challenge someone to grow, and not simply you know those who were uh, on 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 the fringe or not as connected. But he would challenge religious teachers. He would challenge his own disciples. So this is a sort of habitual uh, way of the Lord. To, to lead his disciples and those that come to him to grow because he knows that in most cases he discerns in them the possibility of uh, taking a step higher through that test. And what he was, I think, asking for this woman or what he was pretending her to do is to take a step of faith and a step of humility. 
he wanted to make sure and that, that she wasn't just trying to obtain some quick easy favor or, or important you know, blessing for her life and for her family, but that she was willing to trust him. He, he, she was willing to trust uh, God more you know, profoundly, even after that miracle was granted, that that trust would continue. Um, and so she, she, the Lord is challenge, challenging her to a step of great humility and faith. And in fact, she, she does take that step. Um, you know, uh, when, when the woman says, you know, gives that very smart and, and humble response, Lord, but, you know, I know you're doing all these things in Israel. I know you're uh, placing your, your special blessing upon this nation of Israel that you have created. But she's kind of reminded him, haven't you, Lord, created Israel precisely to bless other nations through Israel? Which is actually what the Lord has done. Um, and, and so Christ says, well, obviously your faith woman is so great. And, and he seemed, you know, wh whatever he seemed reluctant to grant right away before the test, once he, you know, the, she, takes a, she takes that step of faith, he's very willing to, to grant her uh, right away. Um, and so uh, something that you can take for the meditation today is to think of um, moments in your life in which God has challenged you to grow uh, and to maybe precisely in faith and humility, maybe by situations that were humbling to you or that, you know, where maybe some hidden flaws or imperfections came to, uh, to the surface and people noticed them or when you realized, you know, you know I'm not as perfect and flawless as I, I thought I was or uh, I need others, I need God. Many times there are situations that challenge us to, to a step of humility and faith and trust in God. So maybe as you meditate and you talk to Christ on, on this point, uh, have you ever been in a situation that was kind of anal analogous to that of the, the Canaanite woman? And what, are, what is the fruit that you took from that test? How did that uh, test enable you to grow and to, to ascend spiritually?